Hi, everybody. Andrew Bray here, your sound designer and your son of your podcast host, Barbara Bray. Hi, Mom. Hi, Andrew. I love it. (laughs) I know. I know it's so weird because I feel our business relationship is really very professional. And when you call me Mom, I... (laughs) No, no, uh, the part that became important was to learn in our conversations, the distinction between personal talk and business talk, like, okay, taking off the hat. Okay. All right. Putting back on the business hat. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it's kind of hard. Well, I tell everyone how I'm just so fortunate that not only that uh, we have a good relationship as mother son, um, but I feel like it's really easy to work together with you. And I'm learning so much about sound and uh, when I screw up, you don't get all upset with me either. <laughs> this stuff is complex. Like everybody right now, or so many people rather, are are needing to take the jump into learning how to use their technology in a way that they never had to before. And it's hard. Yeah. Like there, there are so many details that somebody needs to know to even be on the level of competent for some of these tools. So... So I try and hopefully everybody tries to be patient as you're figuring it out. Well, the best one is I'm telling everyone, don't scratch your nose while you're on Zoom because it might freeze. <laughs> that happened to one of my friends. His nose, his hand was right on his nose and he was frozen there. <laughs> I, You know, the one thing is you have to laugh and I've had a lot of fun experiences. And But the best thing is... Um, talking with you and helping me uh, be able to introduce the podcast with, you know, and what I'm doing. And I love it. Me too. Well, speaking of which, tell me a little bit about your upcoming conversation with uh, Chip Baker. Oh, Chip is amazing. I (laughs) did not. I mean, I I met him through, um, you know, it was on Twitter. But when I went in and he does the success chronicles and he does positive leadership and I'm thinking, I need that. (laughs) So I reached out to him and next thing he said, hey, I'd like to interview you. And so he interviewed me and it was so amazing. I said, Mm. got to We got to just do this together. (laughs) And so I interviewed him and it was just wonderful. So I'm excited about our conversation and uh I hope everyone enjoys it. Great. Well, everybody, stay tuned for the conversation with Barbara Bray and Chip Baker. Hi, everyone. I'm Barbara Bray. This is the Rethinking Learning Podcast, and I'm so excited to have this amazing person here, Chip Baker. Hi, Chip. Hello, hello. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I. What was so exciting is... Chip talked to me already, and, and we were sharing some information, and I was so excited about your life and all that you do. I just, you blew me away. <laughs> well, it's, it's, funny, it's funny that you say that, because I was thinking the same thing when I interviewed you. <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> wow, and I was so grateful to have the opportunity to uh, not just uh, interview you and, you know, hang out with you, but really just learn so much, and, you know, we had a we, you know, did our session with the interview, but 
we talked longer, uh, more than we did on the interviews separately. And so really appreciative of that. I know your time is valuable and limited and uh, I'm grateful to have it. Oh, well, we're going to be friends for a long time. I can tell Chip. So Let's go. I, I'm going to just do a little intro about sure. you just so my audience knows. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is only a little bit about you, but so Chip Baker, he told me he was a fourth generation educator. So he's going to tell a little bit about that. Yes. He's an amazing speaker. He's host of the Success Chronicles podcast, which I was on. Host of the Radio 111.7 show. Is that that's what it's called? The 111.7? It's the, it's the Success Chronicles and the platform is Radio 111. He's on a radio show too, everybody. I just want to let you know that. Okay. And he's a coach and a trainer for the John Gordon Power of Positive Leadership. And he's author. And I started looking at all the books. I mean, I thought you said one book. No, there's multiple <laughs> books, videos, amazing resources. I'm going to be sharing quotes. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. Oh, well, you know, I um, like people to kind of just give an overview of your journey, just so I, I kind of pulled it all together really quick. But tell us a little bit about you first. Well, like you said, I'm a fourth generation educator. This is my 22nd year in education, uh, teacher, former coach. I just got out of coaching a couple of years ago, but uh, but still uh, continue to teach special education. And I'm so uh, grateful to have been uh, blessed and fortunate to be raised by some great people, as well as be around some awesome folks to learn from in my life, as well as my career. And I like to tell people that, you know, my family was church folk and educators, <laughs> and that's folk with no S, right? So, you know, really <laughs> like really involved in church, right? Oh, that's so, good. Uh, you know, just being around my family, you know, I was raised to give a life of service, you know, give a life of, uh, looking out for others and, and taking care of others and truly believing that when you do those types of things, the big man sees fit to take care of you and make sure that you're okay. And that's what my life has been. It's been a neat journey. Really, I'm just striving to make a positive impact uh, the best way that I can. So you're in Houston, outside of Houston? Yes, ma'am. I'm in uh, Conroe, Texas, which is north of Houston. Oh, wow. So, um, I'm starting to meet a lot of people from around that area. So it's kind of fun. I, I told Chip that I, I want to connect you to some of these other people that I know yes. because you're amazing. I think I already started. Did you know that I've been you, doing you, that on Twitter? You, you have. You did. And I've already connected to a couple of those people, just so you know. Um, and that's a <laughs> blessing, too. I think you know, along this journey, I've seen that um, it's always neat. Yes, when you put in the work and do some things. But it's really cool when people think enough of you uh, to refer you and connect you to other amazing people. And and it's been it's been neat. And we just met. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I and so I there's a few people there that went, "Ooh, this guy's cool. I said, well, wait a minute. You, wait till you hear more about him. <laughs> That's why uh, I said I right. wanted you. He all right. <laughs> he's all right yeah, he's all right. yeah. <laughs> well tell us you know a little bit when you were growing up what was it like as a student and where you grew up and everything i was born in, in dallas texas um my parents separated when i was five years old we moved to my mother's hometown of hearn texas which is close to texas a&m university so you know hearn is a small town so a lot of people don't know what that is 
So I started off saying, you know where Texas A&M is? Oh, yeah. Oh, close to Texas A&M. So, uh, <laughs> so that's how I was raised. Uh, like I said, raised in the church, uh, raised around mm-hmm. education, played four sports for four years in high school, played college football at West Texas A&M University in college. But oh. growing up, um, you know, education was important. My mom used to tell me, you know, boy, you know, she put the boy in front of that's when it's real serious. Boy, I don't care if you <laughs> I don't care if you touch another ball, you better get them books. You know, and so uh, I'm grateful that I was raised to know that education is super important. And uh, you know, I really learned that when I tore my ACL in college, you know, and so now I have to yeah, well, I'm glad I did good in my education so I can get this degree. And so that's what that's what it was like for me. Uh, growing up, you know, surrounded the environment I grew up in was, you know, one that was a positive environment, surrounded by encouragement, um, surrounded by the community that I was in and her and is great was a great place, uh, with some really good people to look up to, lots of love, and um and, and I'm thankful for that. Wow. Oh, your mom sounds like she was amazing. Uh I, I tell people that I was I was raised with a superhero in my house. Ah, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, like, like, like every day I was able to watch this lady just do heroic things, you know, uh, you know, create uh, things for kids in our town, uh, create a, a free uh, food program. She was the first uh, black lady on the city council in our, in my hometown, I mean, just really? a, just an amazing, amazing, you know, she did special uh, education. She taught special education as well. So that's really kind of where I got the, the the bug for that. You know, I saw, you know, how what positive difference she was able to make in the lives of other. And as I was uh, voluntold to do some things, <laughs> you know, help out with Special Olympics, help out with all of these things, I saw the positive difference that it made in the lives of others. And I wanted to be a part of that. Well, you said voluntold. That's, yeah. I've never heard that one before. Yeah. That's really cool. Now, I introduced you as someone from a fourth generation of educators. So it wasn't just your mom. It was... No, it was my grandmother and my great-grandmother as well. And then now uh, I have a younger sister. My sister and I, we're both educators, too. And so both of us have received Teacher of the Year on our campuses before. So, I mean, ah. it's um, it's really been neat. So um, you said special ed. Yes. Why did why did what made you go into special ed? That's like I said, you know, just seeing my mother uh, do special education. Uh, you know, my passion oh. was sports and um, education, special ed, and and you know, from being volunteering in Special Olympics and doing all of those kind of things, like it was so cool to be able to do those things, and so. Uh, you know, I've, I've done pretty much everything under the special ed umbrella throughout my career. That's amazing. The kids need you. So are you teaching special ed now? Right. Currently, uh, I teach life skills in the high school oh, setting. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Life skills. Mm-hmm. Need, uh, all the kids need that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. now. Adults so how too. Are you, <laughs> yeah. So how are you doing that in COVID, with COVID? How are they... Are you meeting face-to-face? And- yes. So um, our district, Conroe Independent School District, is a really, really good district. We have several high schools here doing some amazing things. And when we started school, 
uh, they did a like a ramp up plan. You know, the first month was you know, everybody was virtual. And then the, the, the after the first two weeks into that, we started bringing in our, our special education students, you know, and, and, you know, gradually to where we got to the month, then it was whoever wanted to come. And then from there, you had an option to be in-person or virtual. And so we're still in those phases of you know, in-person or virtual. And, you know, at my school, we have about 70%, 75% of our kids in-person on campus. So how many children are you responsible for? Mean working with? Oh, in my department, we have about uh, 40 or so kids wow, uh, in our wow. department. And it's really neat. I mean, it's several classes. Like we have we have five teachers in our department and our kids rotate uh, throughout okay. the department. So it's, it's really good. So uh, do you work with the families, too? Because, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's special ed. Yes. How do you how do you do you do that on Zoom or do you mean? You know, yes. Yeah. Communication. I think that's one great thing about, you know, anytime you have a crisis, um, you have the opportunity to create. Right. If yeah. you view uh-huh. it in the, in the right perspective. And so this has allowed us to create some avenues to communicate. You know, we do ours on Zoom. You know, we, uh, you know, got creative with the the emails and the communication and the Google and all of those different things. Um, but it's, it's really been great. Uh, our parents have really been awesome with it. And, you know, we're all just doing the best we can with what we have, you know. At the oh, end of the yeah. Day. Yeah. Well, this is a worldwide pandemic, so we've never right. had anything like this. Right. And we're not right. going to. And, and the thing that, you know, because I've been talking to different educators and families, um, we're going to make mistakes. Without and, and when you say you teach life skills, which one do you feel is the most important right now? Well, for me, uh, what I do, I teach the business marketing finance piece of it. So it's oh. uh, what they do. So what we do, we break it down into subjects. And, uh, you know, we have, you know, of course, the core subjects. We have a teacher for all of the core subjects. And what I do is, like, I teach a business marketing finance and really, or, or school-based enterprise. And really what that is, is, you know, teaching them skills that they will be able to use uh, on the job in life, uh, you know, all of those things that we need to know um, to be a big boy and a big girl. That's what I like to tell them when they laugh, they tickle. When I coach you funny, you know, when y'all grow up <laughs> to be a big boy and a big girl, you need to learn how to do this. You know, I tell them that they just laugh. But, uh, you know, just all of those skills that are needed, you know, I try to teach them those. All the kids need it. I mean, it's not just, and um, especially now because the job market is, you know, it's impacted and there's a lot of issues going on. So are you seeing kids come forward and any, you know, like, are they doing anything different because of the situation? I mean, have you noticed them becoming stronger? Uh, I think kids are resilient. You know, I think uh, kids can adjust a lot more than we think they can. You know, we just have to give them the opportunity to show it. And um, what they end up learning is, oh, yeah, I am resilient. I can do different things, right? Yeah. You just need some nurturing to show them that you can and some encouragement to show them that, hey, oh, no, you got it. No, you can do it. You got it. You know, they just, they all need that. And then once they see that, uh, it's amazing how it, you know, gets them excited and lights them on fire to want to learn more and to want to experience more so that they can be better. 
So, and I, I'm not sure if, if this happened to you other than your mom being the superhero, but was there anyone, a teacher that nudged you to, you know, you were resilient because of how you were brought up and everything, but was there anything in school or someone saw you as this potential oh it's i mean i don't know we have enough time to, uh, for the interview to talk about all of those people i mean you know like uh, <laughs> like it's just like like i said i'm i feel very fortunate that throughout my life i've had amazing people in my life to show me and encourage me and you know elementary school principals junior high coach high school coach college coaches and teammates uh in my career, you know, I had my desk in uh, one part of my career for 12 years. I had my desk in between two amazing men. Uh, one was a deacon, the FCA guy on our campus, uh, you know, coach for, you know, 36, 37 years. Uh, the other guy beside me, you know, was about 35 years as well or so, give or take. All had great families. So, you know, I've been able to, like when I, I've, I've really been able, been blessed to be around some amazing people. And, you know, I'll just tell you one story, um, you know, growing up, uh, I had my, my little league baseball coach. He was my elementary school principal, Mr. Norris McDaniel. I want to make sure I say his name because man, that guy has helped me so much. And, um, and he had a son, he has a son that we're the same age, so we're classmates. So we were all really close, you know. And so they were like a second family to me, a second father. And they always took care of me, along with other people, the Sims family. the Like I said, it goes on and on. But, uh, but you know, he, fast forward, well, I mean, I told you some of the things that I was able to do. But fast forward, when I graduated from uh, college, uh, you know, broke college student looking for a job. I applied in Conroe ISD, which is where I currently am now. And I didn't know that the principal that I applied for for my first job knew Mr. McDaniel. I didn't know that. I was just applying for a job. And so, you know, he calls Mr. McDaniel. He's like, hey, you know, what about this Chip Baker guy? You know, he's applying for a job here. What do you think about him? And he's like, hey, you give him an opportunity you know, he's a good guy. He's a hard worker. He's going to do things the right way. And I got that opportunity because of what Mr. McDaniel told him about me, not based off of my experience, because it was my first job. So I had no experience. Right. And so it just goes to show that we have to make sure that every moment of every day that we strive to do our best to be the best version of ourselves, work hard, treat people right and, and take care of the little things and do things the right way. And I got that job because of the guy that I was growing up, not because of my qualifications. And so that, in a nutshell, sums up the type of people that I've been fortunate to be around uh, in my life, my whole life. That is so cool. We'll have to put his name on the post and sure. <laughs> tell and let him know sure. that you, you talked about him because that sure. is really, it is the relationships you make. But it's also those people that are like your, like you, you, like you said, you had other people coach you, you became a coach. Right. And maybe the coaching and being part of team sports, which I think is really a, an important thing for kids too. Mm -hmm. You learn how to get along and work together. And you had a lot of opportunities until you hurt yourself, but yeah. you figured it out. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's transferable skills. Yeah. I learned to be mm -hmm. a great teammate uh, for through my family. 
you know, like I said, growing up single parent, you know, I'll just tell this story. You know, we didn't have a, a, a washing machine or a dryer in our house. You know, we had to go to the laundromat. You know, we had to, it was tough times. And so, you know, mom would say, hey, you know, put the sheet, the baskets here in the living room, point my sister, you go get the detergent, you know, you get the clothes out of all of the room. You know, so the coach, my mom, you know, uh, gave us direction and we had to come through for the team. And so that's how I learned to be a great teammate, you know, because if I didn't do what I was supposed to do for the team, then the whole team suffers. And so there's that's transferable skills that I learned as a kid that I've been able to take and use for my life. You know, in our life, you know, we have to learn that. And and I know I have two degrees and I'm a teacher, but this may not be grammatically correct. So I'm going to warn you here. But <laughs> we have to learn that it ain't about you. Right. It ain't about yeah. you. Right. And so the sooner we learn that, you know, it's not about us, but it's about what we can do to help others. Man, the sooner our life just takes off and great things happen for us. Wow. I almost want to capture that moment. What yes. you just said, it was so yeah. beautiful. Uh, maybe that's how you got into Success Chronicles or what came first? I mean, did you start a podcast first or? So the Success Chronicles, I started it a little over four years ago. And okay. I, I realized, just like I've been telling you that, man, I've truly been blessed to be around some really neat people. And so I started the Success Chronicles because I wanted to highlight those people to show appreciation to them and share their stories because they made a difference in my life. And, and little did I know um, that it would grow at a crazy rate and like truly far surpass anything I ever thought it would be. And now, I mean, I'm, I'm here being interviewed by Barbara Bray for her podcast. Come on, man. Like, you know, like just, it's crazy how, you know, things have grown and, and I'm I'm grateful for it. Oh, well, I was sitting here thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe it. It's just <laughs> and I get the, no, it's, it, what, I'm like you. That's why I started mine is right. because I, I had met so many people that influenced me right. in the direction I was going. But I'm still meeting people that I that are making me rethink things, especially now during this crisis. Yeah. And uh so you have a lot of people. Where are you now? How many episodes do you have on this? Assessment? Well, my season one, I did 150 episodes. I'm in season wow. two and I just dropped episode 60 in season two. So, you know, 210 oh I've put out and I've done more than that. Just hadn't put them out just yet. But uh, like it's it's been it's been neat for sure. Wow. So you do that and then. What, how did you get the radio show on top of that? I mean, that that's pretty cool. <laughs> Relationships. I mean, just like you said, uh, you know, the, the lady that owns the radio show, I met her at an event. I interviewed her because I was doing live events, uh, live interviews at this event, a big technology event here uh, in Houston at a school. And they would, you know, it was an event for kids where they could come and hear speakers you know, talk about, you know, their business and, you know, LaDonna Fennell's, Neil is her name. I'll mention her, but uh, amazing lady. She's in the oil and gas business and she does so much for the community, so much for kids, so much for people, networking. And uh, like I said, she owns the radio show and we just you know had a connection and, you know, just offered to, to have a show. She's like, man, what you do is, is great. You know, it's positive inspiration and we need it. And I'd love to have you have your radio show on my 
radio station. And I was like, hey, uh, let me think about that. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think very long, yeah, right? Not long at all. And she, uh, and she was saying I was picking up my pen to sign, right? <laughs> she was saying so, so are they new? Um, I mean, they're not just, they're not the podcast we played, or are some of them like right, that? Right, so or? what it is is I have... Um, three areas where my content for the success chronicles are. So that's the YouTube channel, which is chip Baker, the success chronicles, the podcast chip Baker, the success chronicles, which is the audio form of the video, which is the podcast. And then the, the show is actually the audio form as well. You know, different episodes of what's on the YouTube channel and the podcast. So. You mean mine might be on your radio show? That's a high possibility. <laughs> oh my goodness! I should have really watched what I said better. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we had a good time. We had a really oh, we good did. time. We did. You have so much. I was going through your website, and you know, I was thinking of getting your hat. Go get it. <laughs> go get it. Let's but you go. also have this formula chart for life. Yes. Uh, that looks like it took a long time to pull that all together. And that's amazing. What is it? What does it have in it? So, so the formula chart for life is my most recent book. I uh, dropped it uh-huh. uh, during COVID actually. Uh, and so, um, you know, growing up, I struggled with math, had some issues with math, even in college, you know, barely passed the math classes, but I had to get that degree. So I had to do what I had to do. Uh, you know, when I started teaching, I did some resource math class and I also co-taught chemistry. And so in all of those experiences, you have a formula chart, you know, right. And the Mm -hmm. formula chart allows you to plug in uh, different things. And based on what the formula is from the chart, you get your answer. Right. So I'm thinking to myself, right. That's I'm like, this, this apply, I can apply this to life. Right. And so what I did was I started taking notes on, you know, how some of those things could be applicable to life. I started thinking about things, you know, seeing things for, you know, and putting them in different formulas. And the formula chart for life is a book of formulas that can help a person be successful in their life uh, based off some of the experiences that I've had. And so that's what that's what the formula chart for life is. Well, we got to put a link to it because I know a lot of people would like that formula right now. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, this yes. is really you have another one on effective conversations uh, to ignite relationships. And I can hear that you know how to do that. I mean, I, I just want to let you know, I it's really fun to talk to another podcaster. Thank you. Because thank you. you're really listening and we have we're having real conversations. Sometimes people aren't really listening and some people don't stop talking. <laughs> and, and for me, that's what it's really about. I think uh, in all cases, I'm striving to learn, uh, to have continued growth. Uh, in all cases, I'm looking to highlight others and show appreciation. So I think that the genuineness, I hope that the genuineness comes across. Um, uh, yeah, it's the success chronicles. Yeah, I'm happy for that. But the most important thing for me is making the connections, uh, building those relationships, uh, finding ways that uh, we can do things to help others. You know, my goal is like, you know, once you've left your time with me, like I want you to be able to leave with something valuable. I want, I want to add value to what you're doing. I don't want to just like take, take and get what I can get. Like, no, this is mutualistic. Let's, let's build and grow together. How can I help you do that? You know? And so 
for me, every experience is like that because I've seen that, you know, you get what you give, you know, input equals output. That's one of the formulas uh, in the formula chart for life. You know, you can't expect to not put in work and get great things to happen. Like you got to go to work, you have to put the work in. And so when you put the work in and you do things the right way, amazing things happen for you in your life. Yeah, it's really interesting because I kind of say the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's almost when I was talking to you, I was like, this is why I started mm-hmm. my podcast. It was, I realized there's so much I can learn from people and the relationships yes. that you have. And, and, and yes. it's more yes. than, I mean, I've grown a lot since I started my podcast. I think you probably have too, right? Because you learn from all of the conversations you have. Oh my gosh, like every day I learn so much. You know, like I'll just tell you, for example, today I interviewed a guy, and I'm gonna share this one with you because this was really good. And he we were talking about relationships. He said that you know the difference between contacts and contracts is the R. And the R stands for relationships. That's right. Right, I love that. I got. We got it. You got to give me the name of that person. So we, you can, we can, we can put it in on. uh, Yeah. And so that's uh, Larry Long Jr. is his name. I interviewed him today, and he was telling me uh, about that. We were talking about relationships, and so, but yeah, it's just you know, and everything is 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 relationships, and when you can have people that you know will look out for you because they know you'll do those things for them, it's amazing. So I was going to ask you, what is your definition of success? I have a feeling I, I know what you're going to say now. It's all about the relationships. Oh, yeah, yes. It's about relationships <laughs> and living a life of fulfillment. You know, like accomplishments. That's great. Degrees, uh, awards. Yeah. Uh, you know, fine. Uh, those are OK. But, but when you can you know, make a positive difference in the life of someone, it's so fulfilling. And that's what it's all about for me. Well, you're doing, I know you do speaking engagements. Yes, yes, yes. And I know that you work with schools and you work yes. with other organizations mm-hmm. also. Um, did you ever think you were going to be a motivational speaker? <laughs> no, it's, fun, I'm, I'm, it's funny that you, that you asked that because really naturally, and you may not be able to, I'm really intro, an introvert. Like I really, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm okay no, with no. just, like not being out there, I don't have to be the life of the party. I just want to be around, you know. I don't care, you yeah. know. All that stuff, it, it, it doesn't that fame and I, I don't. It doesn't intrigue to me. What intrigues to me is just I want to be the glue. Uh, let let me find the the problem, and and let's figure out a, a way to to handle the problem. And I, and nobody even has, has to know that I was a part of it. I just want to help, right? And so for mm-hmm. me, we can live a life like that. Again, like I said, I think great things happen for you, and I'm a true testament of that. Oh, you definitely are. I, you know, I, I could talk, you know, I could talk to you all day, right? All day. I know <laughs> I we mean, can. It's, it's great stuff. I mean, our, our passions align. Oh, so much. It's almost yeah. like I, because I don't know if you've heard some of the things I said yes. to you, but to others, I, I mean, I always talk about the relationships and helping others and, uh, doing things for others that maybe people don't even know about because that's not the reason is to help them become the best they can be. Um, you do it. It's, it's so wonderful. So, and, and, and Barbara Bray, um, you do that too. Like I've only known you for two weeks, 
right? <laughs> yeah. I've only known you for two weeks. And in the time that I've known you, like you've helped me tremendously. I mean, you know, you've connected <laughs> me to some people. I've been able to learn some things from you. And uh, I mean, even I'll just tell this funny. I'll tell this Uh-oh. funny. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're talking, you know, and we're talking. And you're like, hey, what's your this? Like you're looking up my stuff while we're talking. Like, oh, we need to get you this. You know, like we need to help you with this. I'm like, man, this is cool. Like I just met this lady and she really just helping me. You know, so uh, uh, that, no, because that, you're that special. Was, you're special. And I you. I saw what you were doing and and it was kind of cool to connect. Because yes. who knew, you know, that we have so yeah. much in common. It's like amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, since this is some of the things that you're doing and I'm trying to also, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people struggling right now yeah. with COVID, but also trying to figure out how they're going to make money, how they're going to, how they're going to survive, really. Ooh, um, what it, what kind of advice would you say for anybody right now? I mean, I, I, I guess it has to be more personal because it might be certain things that they're going on, but is there anything overarching? No, I think, I think this time has given us an opportunity to just slow down and appreciate the little things in life. You know, when have we ever in our life had time to just sit and hang out with family? Never. When have we had time to really work, take the time to work on our, personal growth because we had endless amounts of time. Okay. Never. All right. When when have we had time to just really connect with people? Mm -hmm. Okay. Never again, never because we've always been just doing our thing, which is great, but this has allowed us to just, Hey, just slow down and be aware of the greatness, the nature, the beauty the opportunities that you have around you. And so it's important to make sure that when you have a crisis to be aware because there's a blessing in every lesson. Okay. Can I tell you that say something that's a blessing? (laughs) I've learned that and it's it's in my book too. Blessing in a lesson is a blessing because we don't Mm. really know that you need write that one down i'm on it i'm on it a blessing (laughs) it's not my it's not for me i i it's someone i heard it but it's just that idea that you just said i had i didn't mean to interrupt you because you're on a roll no 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 that's right let me let me give me a second i'm still writing that (laughs) no No, i just I, i i just think that we have to uh create in crisis you know find ways to to be creative and uh, when it's all said and done, when you come out of it, uh, you'll be glad that you d- took the time to create. And now, you know, when it gets back to the way it was, then now you have more things that you're able to do and more ways that you can impact. And I'm not just saying that, but I'm I'm actually striving to do that uh, through the crisis as well. You know, like I said, I dropped uh, the formula chart for life, uh, got my LLC uh, at the new year. I'll be putting the LLC out and it has seven arms of businesses under the LLC. And all of that has been created. Well, I mean, I've worked on it a lifetime, but I've put mm-hmm. it together doing during this time. Yeah. I, I have an LLC and several businesses under it. So, right. but, but I, the, the thing is, is that you 
Well, one, that was beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Just what you said. Um, and I don't really want to add anything else because that is like what people needed to hear. Mm. Slow down, really enjoy each moment. Take And, you know, I know people are doing things that maybe they always said, I'll, it'll be on my bucket list, but yeah. now they might be doing it. Well, and, and I, I like, mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, like, when you're involved in lots, your time is valuable and limited. And I mm-hmm. consider myself to be a prioritized guy. You know, I, I strive to keep the main thing, the main thing. But like throughout the time, I've been able to just sit on my back porch and just sit and listen to music. Or, you know, I've been able to do that. You know, and that's just like, that's a simple thing to to bring peace. You know, some stillness, some quiet. But I, I normally really don't have a lot of time to do that. But you are. But I but I am, you know, and yeah. so yeah. Um, just that thing in itself just is just one example of that. I just love this talk today. <laughs> I needed this so bad. Chip. Thank this you, is, thank you. You just said it right. I think I'm going to go be still and yeah. listen to the, the wind is out there right now. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful to be able to do that. To cut yeah. it off and just, yeah. just enjoy the moment and be in the moment, be present. Oh, this is beautiful. Thank you. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. You, I know yes. you're busy, you two more things, yeah. and, but take some time to be still and enjoy. And uh, I'm going to treasure this, this moment with you. This has been wonderful. Thank you again so much for having me. Uh, truly appreciate what you do. Truly appreciate how you do what you do. And so yeah. I just wish you continue success in everything that you're doing because like I said, you know, just met you, you know, not long ago and you've already made a big difference in my life, even more than you know. And so I'm appreciative of that. So again, thanks for having me and thanks for all you do. You're welcome, Chip. This is wonderful. This is Barbara Bray. Thank you for listening to the Rethinking Learning podcast and my conversation with Chip Baker. Make sure you check out the blog post that goes with this podcast about Chip on my Rethinking Learning website. It includes his story, being a special ed teacher, a coach, about his podcast, and about the transferable skills to learn for your life. You can subscribe to my website at barbarabray.net to receive announcements, updates, and you can even check out the guiding questions for my book, Define Your Why. I hope you subscribe to my podcast because we'll be sharing ideas, stories, and reflections during this crisis. Now we need each other more than ever. All of our stories matter. Keep sharing your story and please stay safe. Be well.